Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you guys. Welcome to Truth and Fire Ministries, where you get a set ablaze with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want, hey, thank you. <laughs> hey, I wanted to tell you that thank you for jumping on and jumping in this morning. Uh, as you jump on and jump in, let us know where you're jumping on from so we can greet you and uh, just 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 tell you good morning. Amen. <laughs> we want to tell you good morning. I have a special guest on this morning. Oh, geez. If many of you haven't Bye. seen her before. <laughs> her. Good morning, Lorianne. Love you, my sister. Happy Easter. Loved your um, loved your pictures. Beautiful family, my sister. Love you. So I'm excited. I guess uh, since I'm the guest, I can dip out tomorrow. The, no. <laughs> I was just it was... <laughs> Like, no, 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 <laughs> hallelujah, Jeff. Good morning, hallelujah. Good to see you on here this morning with us. Bless you, bless you, Lorianne. Hallelujah. Just want to greet each and every one of you. Uh, Lee, good morning, good morning, hallelujah. Lee. God bless you. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> I know, right? It is kind of cold. It's cold and wet up here in Volcano 2. And I was just thinking it was just Volcano because that's the way it usually is up here. But that's good to know it's like that down there. So that way I can dress accordingly. <laughs> Hello, Clay. I know we missed you yesterday also. Good morning, my candy. Love you. Hallelujah. Looks like you guys had fun yesterday. So listen, you guys, make sure that you um, share the broadcast and say hello so we see who's popping on. Because we want to talk to you this morning. Because we want to talk to Paula. you. Paula! Hi, Paula. Love you, my sister. Good morning, Paula. Hallelujah. Good job, everybody, yesterday at uh, Hope Diamond Ministries. Amen. It was Come amazing. On. Did an awesome job with the Easter baskets. Good morning, Rara. God bless you. Ooh, yuck, it's pouring in Hilo. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Darn it. Um, thanks for helping me fill oh, in the space. Well, <laughs> to fill in the dead I'm air like, this guy. He's just like <laughs> We just heard you swallow. <laughs> Jeff says. What a very blessed Resurrection Day. Amen, amen. Good morning, Georgiana. Georgiana. I love you. Hallelujah. Good oh, to see you on here this morning. Who else is on here this morning? Uh, I know, I need to go to Kona. <laughs> Leanne, good morning. Good morning, Leanne. Hallelujah. Good morning, Olani. Good morning to you this morning. Good morning, Hallelujah. Olani. We just bless each and every one of you on here this morning. So, Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for each and every person on here this yes. morning. That, Father, that as we speak the word, let each and every person be e impacted by the power of your gospel. Father, let the presence of yes, your anointing Lord, you, come through this camera yes, and Father. touch each and every household under the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, Hallelujah. Jesus. Speak to us, Lord. Thank Speak you, to us Lord, here this morning. This morning 
Have your way, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we take authority over every depressive spirit right now in Jesus' name. We thank you for freedom in each and every house. Whatever, Father, uh, whatever it may be, Father, that they're dealing with, I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Sickness must go. That's right. Healing must come. Healing must break forth. Yes. Listen. Amen. All bondage, areas that the enemy has been pressing you, let them fall to the ground now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Melissa, good Jesus morning. Jesus Melissa me. and Eddie, hallelujah. Hi, Hi David. They're in Florida. God bless you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. So, Dana. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. You're used to doing broadcasts by yourself, huh? No, I'm actually not. <laughs> Hallelujah. <sighs> Craig, good morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, listen, you guys, are we ready? Are we ready? What are we ready for, Dana? Are we ready to get into... Well, actually, you know what? Really quickly, you guys, I do want to give a couple of announcements before we even get into uh, the message today because we have some things coming up this this week. Um, so, first of all, I want to thank everybody who sewed into the Easter outreach, Come everybody on. who helped, everybody who helped put baskets together. Um, we had um, one of our, our, dear, our very dear friends help us. Hallelujah. Uh, with baskets creating 70 for us and we got you know we purchased a bunch I mean we had a bunch of people come together and it was a success you guys we had a lot of fun as you saw in the pictures so we just want to say thank you um, the other thing is we have meetings coming up this week we do Hallelujah. starting Wednesday Wednesday up here at the Volcano Assembly of God you guys we have uh, we're doing we're doing Holy Ghost meetings. Holy so Ghost meetings from Wednesday to um, from the seventh to the eleventh at six p.m. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Are you just are you gonna help me in this broadcast? I am. Are you gonna just sit there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm now nervous. <laughs> no. Um. So, so the seventh through the eleventh Holy Ghost meetings. You guys make sure that you get there if you're in the area. Uh, bring people who are having issues in their body, bring the sick. If you need a touch from heaven, make sure that you guys get there again this this Wednesday, um, 6 p.m. So they're all evening meetings, 6 p.m., the 7th through the 11th. So get there, Volcano Assembly of God. Amen. That's on Right Road. We posted the flyer. I will post it again after broadcast. Amen. Can um, I say something? Sure. Are you done with the announcements? Is that it? Um, yeah. Okay. I want everybody on here to know today. Listen. Maybe the tie is too tight. <laughs> it's cutting maybe. off. Maybe the tie maybe. is too tight and but, cutting off the uh, uh, blood circulation. But listen, Wait. I'm also, we're, we're, we ran out of coffee and I'm like, I'm my, my, little, have tea. my little wheels are still trying to go. So. We're going to be okay, Hallelujah. Though. But, but what, were you, what were you going to say? My tie's too tight. Oh, okay. You got stuck on that. 
Hey, listen, Steve, good morning, my friend, mighty man of God, hallelujah. Hey, listen, I want each and every one of you to know here today, listen, this is your Miracle Monday. That's right. It is your Miracle Monday. Tuesday is going to be your day of miracles. Wednesday is going to be your day of miracles. April is your month. It's your month of breakthrough. Correct. It's your month of over the top. Come on. Hallelujah. And you can expect big things today. Be an expectation today uh, of the Lord doing mighty miracles in your life today. Amen. That's right. Be an expectation. Hallelujah. Because he's going to do mighty works. I'm, For those who are expected, I'm expecting. you can receive. Hallelujah. I am. I'm expecting. Come on. Lorianne says that tie looks great. Amen. Good morning, Dom. God bless Hallelujah. you. From, I believe, what is it? Pueblo, Colorado. Good morning, Evangelist John and Anna Du. Hallelujah. Hey. Good morning. Man, we should, I, I'm like fixing to get, we fixing to get started into this evangelism message. We should pop up John and Anna, man. This mighty man of God, awesome evangelist doing great work across the country. Hallelujah. Saving souls across the country. Amen. He's amen, following what the Lord has put on his heart, which is to hit every, every major city in every state and win Come souls. On. Amen. Hallelujah. So we bless you guys. We love you guys. Hallelujah. And, um, and listen, so this morning, you guys, we're going to talk on, about... Paul, I'm expecting. Amen. Come on. John, hallelujah. Jeff, come on. Hallelujah. This is your April breakthrough month. Right. It is your uh, over the top. God is going to use you mightily this month. He's going to use you mightily in the streets, in the highways, in the byways. He's going to use you to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils wherever you go. Hallelujah. You're going to be prosperous because this is the month of your breakthrough. This is your hour. Hallelujah. It's the hour of the triumphant church. Hallelujah. It sure is. Come Come on. on. It sure is. And we're in victory. Hallelujah. So listen, you guys, this morning, um, if you saw in the header, we are going to be talking about evangelism and what evangelism uh, you know, what evangelism looks like, but also what evangelism isn't. So we're going to talk about three things that evangelism is not. Amen. And so um, I want to start with this morning, w- the word evangelist. So what is an evangelist? What is an evangelist, Sage? Amen. An evangelist is a messenger of God. Amen. So and in short, that's what it is. But you want to go to second? It's a Timothy? messenger of fire. It's a messenger <laughs> of hope. It's a messenger of truth. Come on. It's a messenger of the message of heaven. Come it's on. the message that God sent his son who died on the cross and is Ooh, saving each and every one of us. If you call upon his name, you shall be Amen. saved, delivered, healed, restored. It's the message of heaven. The Amen. evangelist Amen. is the message. Amen. That's it. And the message is Jesus. Amen. Come on. So let's break it down a little bit more. For, uh, 2 Timothy 4, 5. 2 Timothy? Yes. 2 Timothy 4, 5 says... And you guys can punch this in if you'd like to. Um, so 2 Timothy 4, 5 says, But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, and do the work of an evangelist. Amen. Do the work of an evangelist to fulfill your ministry. So an evangelist in the Greek is 
so I, I, I do a little bit of teaching and preaching. So we're breaking it down a little bit more. So you can grab a pen and a paper if you want. Amen. So, That's right, David. An evangelist is the gift to the church. Good morning, Amen. Auntie Kehal. So, um, so an evangelist in the Greek is euangelistes. And I, I, I hope I did not butcher that Greek word, but mm. euangelistes. Come on. So it's a bringer of good tidings, right? Which is, is kind of what, you know, David, Sage are saying. It's a name given to the heralds of salvation, an evangelist is a herald of salvation. In the New Testament, it was a name given to the to the heralds of salvation, hallelujah, through Christ, who, who were not apostles. So basically, in short, yes, it's a preacher of the gospel. Thank you, Fred. God bless you, my brother. Love you guys. Hallelujah. So that is what an evangelist, in short, is. Um, it's Hallelujah. a herald of salvation. So when we do the work of an evangelist, we are her we are heralds of salvation. We are tellers of salvation, which we know is Jesus. Amen. Which we know Hallelujah. is the good news of the gospel. Hallelujah. We're telling people the freedom and the life that they have, the, the gift of life that they've been given through Jesus Christ as we go about, uh, uh, you know, our day that's what we're to do be heralds of salvation because that's who we are amen as believers that's right. as sons and daughters we now share that same freedom that we've received with others come on that's who we are come on so it's that's a herald good. so it's a herald of salvation you guys are heralds of salvation amen as an evangelist and notice there in that particular verse it says to do the work of an evangelist it doesn't say that you have to have the mantle of evangelism on you or that you have to be you know called a quote unquote evangelist you got to do the work of an evangelist what does the work of an evangelist look like come on the work well, like, you want me to get yeah, okay. Yeah. So the work of an evangelist <laughs> looks like look someone like? who goes out and <laughs> preaches the gospel everywhere they go. And look, the the gift of evangelism is for everybody in the church. And it's not just for the evangelist. The evangelist, according to Scripture, right, Ephesians chapter four, it talks about the evangelist being sent to the church to help equip the church. To help equip the church that to do right. what? To walk out the call that each and every one of us is called to. To preach and teach the gospel. That is Come correct. on. The minute I know, before I knew I was ever called into ministry, when the fire of God touched me in tier That's two, it. cell seven years ago, the first thing I wanted to do, I came out of that cell seven or three days later, and I was a changed, transformed man. And you couldn't get me to shut up about Jesus. I talked to Jesus about everybody and it got so bad that people started wanting to fight me. Come on. Because why? I was, that's man, when I was touched by the fire of God in that cell, cell seven years ago, you couldn't shut me up. Matter of fact, at night I would take the Psalms because I heard somewhere sometime in my life that Psalms meant singing. So I would go to the Psalms and I would sing them at night because I didn't have anybody to teach me except the Holy Ghost. Right. And it just jumped up in my spirit. They were meant to be saying. So I would get up in my air vent at night and I would sing. And I don't have a great voice. Listen, but I would give it all I had. I would be like, oh, Lord. 
Lord, hallelujah. You know, just give it everything I got. People would be cussing me out, wanting to whip me, all kinds of different things, but I wouldn't stop because when you get touched by the fire of the Holy Ghost, what's the first yes. thing you want to do? Amen. You want to shout it from the rooftop. Amen. Look, I was a broke up, messed up, drug addict, going my way to Come prison, on, in that. and out of jail, messed up on every kind of drug you could imagine. But when the Holy Ghost got a hold of me, when Jesus got a hold yes, of me, amen. everything changed <laughs> in an instant. Hallelujah. So, you know what? What is the evangelist sent to do? It's He's sent <laughs> to equip the body to do what each and every one of us are called to do, to be a herald of the things that Jesus has done in our lives. Amen. And listen, and that's just it. Isn't it interesting that the Lord... Sang. The, he sang. Sang. He sang in Come the on, I sang, brother. I sang. But, you know, isn't that interesting that when we first... When we receive salvation, when we have our salvation experience, that the automatically that's put in us, that desire to evangelize, that desire to share with others what we've received. Come Amen. On. And tell others automatically. Nobody has to tell you how to do it. Nobody Come has on. to sit, tell you... Okay, now you got to go share with other people what the Lord has done for you. It's all right, automatically already there. You want to share with people what what God has done in your life. You want to share with other people how good he is. You want to share what he set you free from. You want to share that with others. It's an automatic. You, nobody has to even teach that to you. It's already put in you. And because you know it's real, it's real for you. It's, you you know it's a, it, that what you experienced was real, that Jesus is real so you want to share the person of Jesus with others amen so you know that's the work of an evangelist the work of an evangelist is going and equipping the body uh, mobilizing the body to the harvest which we are Hallelujah. in harvest season right now to the harvest amen so that's what the evangelist does that's doing the work of an evangelist hallelujah so you know you know I, I like to say that you know it, I find that most people when they first get touched with the fire of God let me tell you when they first encounter Jesus, man, they become your best evangelist. I'm, I'm not kidding. You. Because they, they don't, you know what? They're not hindered. They know that they had a radical encounter with God. And man, and you can't shut them up. They're, they're running to their families. Religion. They're running to everybody. They're saying, man, I was an addict. I was broke up. I was an alcoholic. I was dealing with this, that, or the other. But all of a sudden, somebody prayed for me and I received Jesus. And now I don't do what I used to do. I've been set free my God, Amen. you know, and it just turns into this amazing, it's not, come on, my God, come on, so come on, Hallelujah. See, and again, going back to, to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5, we are all called to do the work of an evangelist, amen, so now getting into my points, I had three points, uh, uh, you know, three things that evangelism is not, because, and I wanted to clarify because oftentimes a lot of people um, in the body will go out and do some of these things and they're all good things, but they're not evangelism. So let's start with the first point. So uh, the first point is evangelism is not humanitarian work. Okay. Good morning from Kenya or to Kenya, I should say from, from Hawaii. Hallelujah. So, so uh, you know, evangelism, evangelism is not humanitarian work. Even though humanitarian work is good and we should be meeting the community's needs in practical ways, evangelism is not just humanitarian work. Come on, say I mean, that how, again. Evangelism is not humanitarian work. 
That's good. Listen, because why? Because there has to be a gospel message tied to what you're doing. You know, a lot of people, you know, will go out and they'll give away, you know, clothing. They'll, they'll, they'll feed, you know, the poor. They'll do these things. In fact, you know, here in our community, a lot of people are going out and they're giving fee, uh, free meals to, you know, the poor people on the street, which is great. We should be doing those things. But that, but Come then on. they'll say they're evangelizing. That's not evangelism if you're not tying a clear gospel message to it. You have to share the good news for people to respond. Amen. Going back to the definition I gave of, of an evangelist. An evangelist is a herald of salvation. You're heralding salvation. You're, you're sharing salvation. You're speaking the message of the good news of the gospel to the listener. Amen. And so, you know, humanitarian work, it's good. it's good, it's necessary, but unless there's a clear gospel message tied to it, it's not evangelism, amen? You know, and Come oftentimes, on. listen, we go and we do these things and we we share, um, you know, we share food with the poor, we, we clothe them, you know, we give them, you know, practical things that they need. But a lot of times, you guys, we're sending them to, we, ha we have to preach the gospel. We gotta share the good news. We have to preach the gospel because we can go and do that, you know, year after year, uh, uh, you know, week after week and, and feed people and they're still going to hell, clothe people and they're still going to hell. You know, where people are going to hell with full bellies and warm. That's, that's not the way it's supposed to be. We have to tie the gospel to these outreaches and to things that we're doing. Just like we did this weekend, we preached the gospel to people. Amen. 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 I was just thinking as you were talking right there, I was thinking about years I headed up a food pantry for the church as, as one of the pastors for a church. And listen, we fed the poor every single week. Right. Every week we were, I mean, we were, we were driving in all kinds of food from all over the place. I mean, we fed hundreds, thousands, literally of families every single week. Yes. I mean, it was incredible. It was, awesome. it was amazing. Now, listen, there was a time I was just feeding them and I wasn't praying for them. And I noticed uh, there was like a repetition of people that were continuously coming in, that were becoming dependent on the on the on what we were doing, right? But they were still trapped in the same things over and over and over. Every week I was seeing them. And it wasn't until I started preaching the clear gospel to them. Come on. And I know the Lord did this on purpose. Yeah. It wasn't until I preached the clear gospel Amen. to them that I started watching families begin to change and transform. And Come as on. I preached the gospel every single week, as we were praying for them, as we were laying hands on them, That's as right, we were pray. seeing the miracles of God in their life, we watched families' lives begin begin to transform and change. So it wasn't just giving out the food. It wasn't just giving Come out on. the clothing Amen. because they seemed to stay in their exact position they were in. It wasn't until we were preaching the clear gospel message that Jesus died for you, that he yes. rose on the third Amen. day, that he has a plan and purpose for your life. All of these types of things that we started to see great results in people's lives where people started getting the message. Come on. They started getting connected. They started getting, you know, set free from these bondages of sickness and disease. I mean, miracles.
miracles started breaking out. Yep. Come on. All yep. different types of things started happening once the clear gospel message was being preached. Amen. And that's Come the key, on. isn't it? That is the because key. you can give out humanitarian and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But if you don't tie the gospel to it, it means it means what, what does it mean? Dana? It, it means nothing. It, it's exactly. nothing because because people are going to hell still. The whole point of Jesus coming, which we just celebrated this weekend, was to bring freedom to give us the Amen, gift David. of life. Amen. Yeah. Um, um, Fred said, without the gospel, it's just a handout. It's just a free Correct. handout. And that's what it is. You know, if we're going to make an impact, we have to preach the gospel because it's the gospel that brings the freedom. That's right. It's Come Jesus on. that brings the freedom. It's the Holy Ghost Come that on. brings the freedom. And people cannot respond to it. And they will not have an opportunity to the gift of life, to the gift of eternal salvation, to the gift of freedom, unless they hear the gospel. Amen. Romans, let's, let's go to a scripture really quick. I'll read, I want to read this. Romans chapter 10, starting in verse 14, uh, verse 14 through 17. And I'm going to read it. You guys can get there. You can write it down or punch it in. That would be awesome. Romans chapter 10, starting in verse 14 says, How then shall they call on him who they have not believed? And how shall they believe on him, Jesus, right, of whom they have not heard? How are they going to believe if they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they they preach unless they are sent? And then it goes it goes on to say, I'm going to skip to verse uh, 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed believed our report. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. So listen, they got to hear the gospel first. How are they going to hear it? How are they going to believe if you're not preaching it? Amen. If come you're on, not Hannah. if you're not speaking the gospel message, hallelujah. So you have to Ooh. be preaching the gospel and giving a clear gospel message, come which on. if you're doing an outreach, a lot of time that that, you know, that's like a, a, a quick five minute clear gospel message you mean five to seven minutes five to seven minutes when you're doing an outreach you right. know that you give a clear gospel message you know and then as the lord leads you can give testimonies different things and watch right. the power right. of god man just move in a mighty way hallelujah amen. come on hannah that's amen. exactly that's right, right Clay. amen the real food is salvation hallelujah, hallelujah. craig come on Hallelujah. So, so listen, we got to give them the gospel. Otherwise, we're just giving them a free handout, like like Fred said earlier, and they're still going to hell, and we've missed the whole purpose. we got to preach the gospel. Can I say something real quick, Say Dana? something. So, hey, listen, I want to tell each and every one of you, with that scripture that Dana just read, each and every... Thank you, David, for posting those. Listen, each and every one of you is called... To, to preach the gospel. There's not one of us oh, yes. on here today or on the rebroadcast or any of that other kind of thing. Come on. Each and every one of you has been anointed by heaven. Come on. If Jesus has touched your life and your life has been touched by heaven, listen, you are a testimony of what he's done. You can testify. Yes. I was lost and going to hell, but God came and saved me. Revelations 12, Come 11 on. says, you defeat the the enemy, Satan, by the power of the blood and by the words of your testimony. Let me say come that on, again. It's on, by so the power of the blood. Yes. What is that? Your revelation of the blood of Jesus and the testimony 
to how he set you free will walk on the devil's head every single time. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I decree and declare yes. this over Come you on. today. Your, let your testimony ring out. Let what the blood of Jesus do, has done in you speak forth in a mighty yes. way. Amen. Let it break the devil. Let it kick the devil's teeth right down his throat. Do you know when you begin to, as you have, as you have that revelation of the blood, that your testimony, you're literally the devil is under your feet and you're dancing on yes. his head. Amen. Come on. Every time you begin to testify, every time yes. you Come begin on. to shout, every time you Hallelujah. lay your hands on. on the sick, every time <laughs> you begin to lift up the name of the Lord, no matter where you're at, you're dancing on the devil's head, you're dancing on the dominion, the the, the his little uh, imps, and you are in you are empowered by heaven Come because on. the blood of Jesus made a way for you and I. Hallelujah. <laughs> the blood of Jesus made the way. He set us free. He delivered us. He healed us. He restores us. He's still Hallelujah. the saving Come Jesus. On. He's still a healing Jesus. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he is the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And he's won the victory for you and I. Hallelujah. And you are anointed and appointed for this hour to be a testimony to walk in the to walk in the glory of the Lord everywhere you go how I mean listen you guys I mean that's what we just celebrated Ooh. we just celebrated what he did for us, Come the fact on. that he now made a way, he broke down the wall of partition of sin that kept us separated from Come him, on. that we can now have relationship Woo. with Jesus, that we can now have eternal salvation, hallelujah. hallelujah, that we are now ministers of reconciliation, reconciling a lost and dead world back to Christ. That is hallelujah. who we are. We Listen, we are bringers of good news. The Bible says how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good tidings or good news. We reconcile the lost back to Christ. We are bringers of good news. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are all called to evangelize. And I'm going to get into that. But, you know, that's what we just got finished celebrating. How could we not? How could we withhold Come that on, from Rodney. a lost and dying world, you guys? How could we even, how could we allow, you know, people to go to help you know i've heard evangelist jonathan shuttlesworth say this we can't allow the devil to have more of a passion for souls than we do we can't allow the devil to be more passionate about souls than as a believer as a christian amen we gotta we gotta be sharers of this good news we gotta share our testimony we gotta tell the goodness of god in fact Come we're on. commanded to do it and i don't want to get ahead, ahead of myself but we we carry the remedy to life's issues, which is Jesus in you, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Say that again. I, you know what? I got to repeat that. You, come on, Rodney, Hannah, Nancy, everybody else on here, you carry the, the promise of freedom come on. from every issue of life 
rests on the inside of you. He says, greater is he that's in you, 1 John 4, 4, than he that is in the world. Come on, hallelujah. You have greatness dwelling in you. You have greatness dwelling upon you. Come on. You are the answer to this lost and dying generation. Yes. You are the answer that they're looking for. You are the answer to the drug addict in the in the crack house. Come you on. are the answer to the to the child who who doesn't know what to do, who's filled with Come fear. On. You Hallelujah. bring the truth of the answer yes. everywhere you go because Jesus saw fit that you would be the answer by what? By his blood and by your testimony, yes. what he had done in your life. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. So Come on. you are the answer to this generation. You are the answer to the, that's why he, that's why the government is trying to shut down the church. That's why they're trying to close the doors. Come on. Amen. Why? Because they're trying to silence the Christian voice. Yes. They're trying on, to silence right. it. But I'm telling you today, hallelujah, they're not going to silence you. No. They're not going to silence you in no. any way. You are rising up and rising and Come you on, are yes. coming out because yes, the blood Lord. of Jesus hallelujah. covers you. It washes yes. over you. And that blood destroys every yes. work of the enemy. That blood, come on, Rodney, teeth. That's right. <laughs> Knocks his teeth down his throat. Come on. That blood destroys every work of the enemy. That blood and the revelation of that blood of what he did in our lives, come, come on, on, is what is what it takes. And what do we do? We say, my God, the king of all kings, he came down. I was broken up. I was messed up. I was mm. twisted up in yes. every way. I was on my way to hell, but I had an encounter. Jesus came Woo, in my yes, life. Lord. He touched my heart. He changed my mind. Come Hallelujah. On. I'm now been a set of course. Now I have life Hallelujah. and life abundant. The enemy came oh, to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give me abundant, overflowing life and life at the fullest. Man, there's so much, there's, there's so much to talk about right Man, now. I'm, I just, I just, I'm like, I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry. No, that was good. Ooh, that, that was I good. just got five. That's who That's you good. are. That's who you are. That's good. That's, I want Hallelujah. you to talk, but I'm not, I'm not trying to. No, you got me fired up. It's good. It's Come good. on, Nancy. But Come I'm on, Lorianne. I'm just thinking, what, what, so what? Come on, Paula. This is, this is what we're talking about, right? That fire, that, this is what Jesus did for me. Come on, Shoot. I want to share this with, this is what Jesus did for me. But what stops us from sharing the good news? What, what stops us from sharing our testimony? You know, oftentimes it's because I, I listen and you can put your steel toe boots Ooh. on. I often, I often wonder if it's because we, we have forgotten what the Lord has done for us. And we've forgotten what he's brought us out of, or if we've Ooh. really had an encounter with him. Man, that's, because, that's because a, I know that's why I said we can go off. We can go deep me, into that. To me, but, I, I can get into that myself because, you know, there was a time in my life, Dana, where uh, I got so uh, busy being busy, so busy trying to do actions of things, I actually began to lose the passion of that first love. Of that first love. And I actually had to spend quite a bit of time on my face returning back to that face love because I got extremely religious. Yeah. For me, it was, yeah. it was, it was being, it was being. Uh, getting caught up into religion yeah 
actions to be something right rather than this is who i am right and working and from this is that what jesus has done for yeah me. working from that love relationship right so i mean so i often i often wonder you know I, if, if people if people have forgotten that, that or lost their first love that's why yeah. they don't want to share you know their testimony or more. evangelize or or you know i wonder i wonder if um people have more of fear of man than they do fear of the lord you know people I heard this quote from Charles Spurgeon, and he mm. says, I fear God too much to fear man. I fear God too much to fear man. And oftentimes, people have more of the fear of man than they do the fear of the Lord. Well, what if they reject me? Well, what if, you know, the, what if I look stupid? Well, guess what? Your life is not your own. You laid it down. You don't have, you don't, you, all that goes out the door. You got to be obedient to what God is asking you to do, and you got to preach the gospel. Amen. So, are you going to fear man or are you going to fear the Lord? Because I'm telling you it's better to fall on the side of fearing the lord than it is on the side of fearing man because that's your it's on. not going to end well if you fear man Come and on. you value man's opinion hallelujah. over god's god's opinions amen good morning, and over adam. what god has to say hallelujah come on so, adam love you my so, friend so you know and i can't answer that why you know as far as evangelism you know if you're sharing or not i don't know i don't know that you got to examine that you got to examine you know why am i not sharing the gospel why am i not sticking why is it because you know you like to stay in a place of comfort in your comfort zone you don't like to you know you don't want to feel embarrassed you have more fear of man than fear i don't know you have to answer that amen but i'm telling you you want to press in if you've lost that first love you better press in we got to press into that place of first love we have to because when you evangelize out of a place of religion the people see it and it stinks that's when people will look at you and they'll be like get out of here with that i don't want to hear that because they can smell religion it stinks it's right. it's dead and they can tell that people can tell that on the street so it must come from a place of first love it must come up from a place of passion it must come from that place that sage was talking about you know i got into a place of religion and i had to get or, on my face and go back to that place of first love or better yet you just end up creating people in the same manner that you that you are create more religious people so all right moving on because i okay. want to get through this so let's go to point two. Okay, so we went over, I had three points of what evangelism is not. So the first point was it's not humanitarian work. Okay, if you're not attaching, um, you know, a clear gospel message to it, then it's not evangelism. Point two is evangelism is not just simply being a billboard for Christian advertisement. What do I mean by that? It's not just running around wearing a Jesus hat and calling it good or putting on a shirt that says, I love Jesus and good enough. Everybody can see it. That's my event. <laughs> that's me evangelizing. That's not it because oftentimes people, that's how they evangelize because they don't want to share the gospel because they're for their, hello. Hello. That's good. I'm sitting I'm <laughs> because, just, I'm because just they're afraid to open things off because, of my they're, head. because they're afraid <clears throat> to open their mouth because they don't actually want to go and engage a person and say, Hey, let me tell you about Jesus. So instead, it's easier just to put on a hat that says Jesus or to put on a t shirt that says I love Jesus and we'll call it good. We'll call it evangelism. Good enough, done. Right? There yeah. <laughs> 
Hello? I'm, just, I'm, I'm thinking about what you're saying. So, I'm, I'm you know, so there again, there has to be a clear gospel message with evangelism. You are a herald of salvation. So even though that's nice, you're telling people that you love Jesus. It might. And in fact, it, it could lead to evangelism in the sense that somebody comes could open up, the door. Right. Somebody comes up and says, hey, I like your shirt da, 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 or or what is that? And then they start, you know, talking to you about, you know, your shirt or your hat or whatever that is. Mm-hmm that you're wearing, um, you know, it could be an open door. That's fine. But just simply being a billboard for, for these things is not evangelism. No, it, it may bring them. It, it may bring the name and all that kind of stuff, but it's, and, and we're going to tie this back to it. It's preaching the clear gospel. Being a herald of salvation. Come on. Amen. Those things are good. But they're not the fullness. They're not the full. Like wearing the Jesus hat. Okay, that might bring you into a conversation. But, now think about this. But if you take that hat and you wear that hat and you preach the gospel, you're fulfilling the very thing <laughs> on your on whether, what you're wearing or what you're right, what right. you're wearing. Right. And so listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, these things are bad. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm just saying oftentimes we do these things and we think that it's evangelizing. And in fact, it's not, it's not evangelism because for evangelism to happen, you have to, you have to preach the gospel. You have to share a clear gospel message. You are a herald of salvation. Amen. There's no condemnation here at all. No. Whatsoever. Listen. I'm making clear what evangelism is. Is not and what it is. Exactly. What it's Come not. on. If you wear those t-shirts and hats, I say amen. Wear them. Amen. Yes. But also tie preaching the gospel to amen. it. Amen. Amen. I mean, even, you know, even posting, you know, Christian quotes and all these things, that's not evangelism. Those are, that's, those are good. That's fine. But it's not evangelism. Amen. You know, um, in Acts, Paul actually went from city to city in the Bible and Paul, um, you can go to Acts 17. Go to Acts 17, starting in verse 1. You know, Paul actually went from city to city. You know, we know he was an apostle, but he went around evangelizing everywhere he went. And, you know, all through Acts, it says that, you know, he preached, he explained, he demonstrated, he reasoned, you know, he persuaded them. So he was constantly engaging with the people. His spirit was provoked in him, you know, when he saw the people in idolatry. So he had, he had, he was compelled to share the gospel of Jesus. He was compelled to share the risen King, amen, That's with right. the Come people on. because his, he looked and he saw that they were in bondage through idolatry. And he said, oh no. Oh no. Okay. This is me paraphrasing, right? Nope. We got to do something about this. So he would go into the synagogues. He would go into the market square and he would begin to preach and persuade and reason with men. Amen. In Amen. fact, do you want to read that? That's uh, Acts chapter 17, verse one through four. Sure. It says now when they had passed through, uh, Amphilius and Apollonia, they, they came to Thessalonia and where they were, it was a synagogue of the Jews. Then Paul, as his custom was, went in with them, went into them, and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the Scripture, Amen. explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had suffered and raised again from the dead, and Come saying, on. "This Jesus, who I preach to you, is the Christ." And some of them were persuaded. And a great multitude of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women, joined Paul and Silas. Amen. So through those 
couple verses that he just read, we see that he he demonstrated, he explained, he ex demonstrated, he reasoned, he preached, he persuaded, and through that, he spent several days at each place. It was customary for him to to spend at least three days. So. Mm -hmm. It, that's what it says right there. Yeah, right there in this, yeah. So, you know, he stayed with the people and he preached and he persuaded with them. You know, that he did the work of an evangelist. That little bit right there shows doing the work of an evangelist, what doing the work of an evangelist looks like. Amen. So, you know. Can I, can I, can I add one thing right yes, there? Yes, you hey, should now, now, listen to this. Listen to this. In that, say, good morning, Rose. Hallelujah. That's right. Thank you, David. Listen, listen. Verse six. You're going to love this. It said, but when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city crying out. These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Come on. They were talking about Paul and Silas. He said, these guys have turned the world upside down with their preaching. Come on. And that's what, that's. <clears throat> That is what preaching the gospel does. It turns the world upside down. Amen. It changes people's eternities. It changes it. people's lives. Come on. You know, it changes their destinies. It brings them out of the, under the bondage of the enemy. It breaks the chains of hell off of their life. Hallelujah. Amen. That they have opportunity to live free. Amen. So, you know, we must preach the gospel. You guys, we have to preach the gospel. We got to go into the highway and byways because many of the people that are needing salvation, that are looking for a touch, that are looking for Jesus are actually not going to come into the churches. In fact, I don't know how many churches are even open right now. You know, we know of, of several, but I don't know how many have shut down. So, you know, we need to go out and we need to be preaching the gospel and reaching the people in the highways and the byways. Come Amen. On. So, Hallelujah. so, you know, uh, that's, you know what? The gospel doesn't get out unless somebody says something. That's right. Right? That's right. I, Psalm 107 verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yes. Come on. You, The redeemed of the Lord have to say something. That's right. If you don't tell, like, it's like this. If, if I have the medicine, right, that's the cure to the disease you have. Come on. Say and it. I withhold that say medicine it. from you. Come on. Come on. That you're going to look at me like, what are you, you're just, that's just wrong. It's wrong. But see, here's the thing. Each and every one of us has the medicine, has the answer. And that answer is Jesus Christ. The answer is the freedom of the gospel. And we have the antidote. We have the vaccine on. that can, we can administer. <laughs> we got the real vaccine. Come on, we got the real <laughs> vaccine no that we vaccine. can administer to the people. So see, when you're speaking out the gospel, what's happening? You're giving life through your words words and you're administering the truth of the word of God, which according to the word brings health and wholeness uh, to on, each and every person come you're on. ministering to. So yes. listen, so I'm you're speaking the gospel, so you're good. telling of your testimony, you're so telling good. of the things of Jesus. What is it? You're ministering the antidote. You're ministering the truth. You're ministering the reality of what's really happening. And as you're giving that medicine, people's lives are transformed and changed. But remember this, if you don't administer the medicine, they're going to stay sick. Yes. Come on. Now think about that. If you don't give it word, 
If you don't let the redeemed say so, if you don't give it voice, what ends up happening? They stay in that sickness. It's true. It's true. They stay in that place with no hope, with no future. Come on. But that's you so have the vaccine. Come on. That's you good. have the antidote. You have what will break the chains off of their life. Come on. That's good. That's Hallelujah. so good. That just man. Up when I... That's good. That's good though. That is. That's the. It's the worst. It's so life. It's it is. life and so health. So everywhere, everywhere you go, you are life and health. You bring life. You bring health because you bring Jesus. Come on. And the power that's in you is greater than the power that can be against you. That's right. My God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hey, listen, John Duke, if you're still on here, uh, if you're still on here, let us know. Send a, send a little request because I, 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 okay, I mean, this okay. guy, this guy's, this, well, I want him. Amen. Come on. I want him to. Come on. Oh, you want to teach it? No, you I'm, teach I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Let's Go get to it. this and then let's, let's get him popped it. on. Oh, they actually would fall into this. That's what I was asking. If you're still on. So if you're on, please let us know. Okay, so um, point three, you guys, is what evangelism is not, is it's not a suggestion. It's not optional. It's not It's not a great suggestion. It's called the Great Commission. You want to go to Mark? It's, it's the Great Commission, you guys. So it's not a suggestion. It's not optional. We're all called to evangelize. We're all called to preach. Mark 16 verse uh, verse 15 says that we are, and most of us know this because it is a part of the Great Commission. It says, go, go and preach the gospel. This is for every believer of Jesus Christ. It's a commandment to every believer. So you want to read that? For Mark, I just want to, I, I want to say on here right now, do we have any evangelists on here right now? Come on, let me see a show of hands. Do we have any evangelists on here right now? We better have little. We better have sixteen hand emojis. <laughs> Go up. Let me, let me see. Come on. Is there, come on. Do we have any evangelists on here right now? So Mark, Mark sixteen verse fifteen. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he received them. Oh wait a minute, fifteen. Sorry, that was 19. 16 verse 15. <laughs> 16 verse 15. Go into all the world. Hallelujah. Come on. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to keep reading. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Come on, Evangelist gospel. Mike Perez. Hallelujah. Come on, David. Mike. Come on, Rodney. Amen. Come on, Steve. Come on, Rose. Come Nancy. on, Nancy. Right. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. All right, Steve. We'll see you later. Listen, we're all called to preach the gospel. Come on. Amen. Woo! Go and preach the gospel to all creation. Hallelujah. I'm an evangelist. You're an we every single one of us is called to evangelize. Going back, you know, that and that's going back to 2 Timothy Come chapter on, Paula. 4. Verse five, it says to do the work of an evangelist. You don't have to necessarily be, have the mantle of evangelism, but you got to do the work of an evangelist. Why? Because as a believer, we are all called to that. It's the great commission. We are That's all it. called to the great Come commission. There it. is no, no believer Go. that is an exception. Amen. It's Hallelujah. not an option. It's, it's not a suggestion. It's a command. And listen, the Bible, it says in first John, it, it says, it, in fact, it says a couple place 
If you love me, you'll follow my commandments. That's what Jesus said. If you love me, you will follow my commandments. And they're not burdensome. And they are not burdensome. Guess what? One of the commandments is to preach the gospel, to go into all the world, to preach the gospel to all creation. Hallelujah. In order to preach the gospel, amen, you have to open your mouth. You have to speak. You have to use words. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's Come because on. that's how that's how faith comes. People, that's how they Come hear. On. That's how they're able to respond to the gospel. Going back to what I just read in Romans. Let me finish this train of thought. Romans chapter 10, starting in verse 13, all the way through 17. How are they going to respond to the gospel if they're not hearing it? You got to speak it in order for them to hear it. Hallelujah. The Great Commission is not a suggestion. Hallelujah. So listen, in Mark 16, 15, he says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's right? right. That is what's called the Great Commission. In Matthew chapter chapter 19, or excuse me, chapter 28, verse 19. Go therefore. Go. Go therefore. Go therefore. Come on. Hallelujah. And then, of course, in John, but in John. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like, you want to take us somewhere else? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I let it be cool. Hey, so, listen. This is what happens when you have two people who love evangelism. <laughs> We're both like wanting to go. You run with it, sir. Amen. You That's go, right, David. Share. He equips those he calls. He, we are living proof. That's exactly <laughs> right. He equips us with the Holy Ghost. Come on. Amen. And in the and in, in that fire of that touch of heaven of the Holy Ghost, man, we become the messengers. So you know. That's right. We are the messenger. That's right. That's why we have to go preach. But listen, he's you guys the message. He's the message. Jesus is the message. We are the messengers of that message. That's right. Oh, that's good. That's right. <laughs> I just got myself excited. That's right. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> so. Going back to what I was saying, now I'm trying to kind of collect my thoughts back because I, I was listening. So it's okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. We we want to go back and forth. We want to go back and forth. Amen. So listen, because you have you have a lot of good stuff to share too. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, listen, you guys. So I want to go back to Second Timothy chapter four, verses three through five. I'm gonna really I'm gonna kind of skim through this for sake of time, really quickly. But uh, this is very interesting because concerning preaching the gospel, a lot of times people will come up with many excuses as why they cannot preach the gospel or why Correct. they cannot evangelize. Yes. You know, it's almost like the, the parable of the wedding feast. You know, oh, I got this going on. Oh, I got, you know, they all came up with all these excuses of why they couldn't attend the marriage feast. It's, it's kind of, you kind of hear similar things. Why people can't preach the gospel well. You know, that's, you, that's a good story. Yeah, something always that. comes up. Something always happening. Like, I I don't feel comfortable. Or I don't know, you know, I, I'm just, I don't know how to do it yet. You just open your mouth and you preach the gospel. You Hallelujah. Know, one of the big ones I've, I've always encountered, right, is... Well, that's just not what I'm called to do. That's not what I'm called to. Well, we're telling you today, that is what every believer is called to. Amen. Every believer is called to preach the gospel. So don't fall for that lie that you're not called to evangelism. No, you are called to evangelism because every one of us is called to the Great Commission. Hallelujah. In Mark chapter chapter 16, verse 15. And even in 2 Timothy chapter 4, 
uh, chapter four, verses three through five, what I'm fixing to go into, you got to do the work of an evangelist. So we're all called to that. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. So don't fall for that lie because that's a lie from the pit of hell. That's right. So I'm going to really quickly skim Every through this. Every one of you has a testimony. So verse chapter, uh, chapter four, verse three, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Doctrine, doctrine, excuse me, <laughs> doctrine, doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn the ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Hallelujah. And then verse five says, but be watchful in all things, endure afflictions and do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. I thought it was really interesting that verse five was prefaced by all of that. I thought it was very interesting that it was prefaced by all that. Why? Mm -hmm. I, I, they, listen, I'm telling you, I think this is why this was prefaced by verse five. Why, why it's saying, you know, people basically are going to listen to what they want to listen to and make them feel good and things that are going to fit what, what, what they want to hear. Right? That's, the itching ears. Good. So, because listen, Robert, I'm telling Robert. you, evangelist Robert Allen, God bless you, my brother. Because listen, you guys, I'm, I am convinced that evangelism will keep you in line and keep you on track. Come on. I think that's why it was prefaced like that. Because evangelism is the key to keep you on track. Hallelujah. Hold on. Uh, I never saw that before. That is good. Isn't that good? I was, that I was reading really that last good. night and I was like, you know what? Man, you... that's really interesting that he prefaced it all that, that had that verse three and four before verse five, because I'm convinced well, not that just the numbers are before five, but <laughs> <laughs> because sir, sir, just, just calm down, sir. <laughs> but man, <laughs> because, that is good. Because I'm convinced that evangelism <laughs> is the thing that's going to keep you out of that place. That evangelism is the thing that it's going to keep you from the itching ears, from, you know, falling for a false doctrine, from, you know, not, you know, not mm. doing the work of an evangelist. Come you on. know, why? Why will evangelism keep you from that? Because number one, on. when you're evangelizing, you're connecting your heart with the Father's heart. Because the Father's heart is for souls. Amen. He loves souls. That's why he sent his son Jesus. That's, that is the whole point of the gospel, Ooh. you guys, is that... God so loved the world that he came, that he sent Jesus for us, that That's he right. redeemed us, that he gave us the opportunity to spend eternity with him in heaven. Amen. God so, so loved the world. When you're evangelizing, you are automatically connecting your heart to the Father's heart because his heart is for souls. Otherwise, he wouldn't have sent Jesus. Otherwise, he wouldn't have made a way for us. Amen. But we, according to Hebrews 12, uh, verse 2, we were the joy set before him. That's right. But Come we on. were the joy set before him. Come so on. what does that tell me? He loves mm. souls. God loves people. God loves souls. Amen. Come on, so Craig. When you're evangelizing, hallelujah, you're connecting your heart with souls. You're connecting your heart with the, uh, with the father and he loves people. That's and right. so as you evangelize, you start to love people. Amen. Um, also, 
you know, you aren't going, you're not, again, you're not going to get caught in the weeds. You're not going to get caught. I, I, I believe you're not going to get caught in false doctrines. Why? Because your heart's going to be connected to the father because you're going to constantly be looking for opportunities to save souls, to win people. Amen. You're not going to be looking at other people and getting offended and looking at what they're doing or what they're not doing because you're going to be too busy about the father's business, winning souls. Amen. Come on. So you're not going to have all that time on your hands to be like, oh, well, they're doing this to me Come or on. they're not doing this or my pastor didn't say hi to me this morning or whatever. You're not going to get caught in all that mess. Let Amen? me tell you something. The quickest way to 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 get get getting your church, get the, all the backbiting and all that kind of stiff stuff whacked out is get your church on fire for winning souls. Come on. Because if they're busy winning souls, they're not Facts. busy looking at other people and looking at all this. You get people ignited. You get people hungry for souls. You'll find all that stuff will just droof, just go, it'll get wiped right out of Facts. the way. Because when... Mm, that's a, that's a fact. Yeah, that's, that's, a what fact. Say, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to get caught in the weeds. That's it. Come You're not going to be focused on all those things, on the things that don't matter. You're not going to be majoring in the minors, right? You're going to be focused on the things that do matter, which is souls. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so that's, that was my point three. Those are the things that evangelism is not. Again, I'll really quickly. The first point was evangelism is not humanitarian work. If you're just doing humanitarian work and not attaching a gospel message, it's just a free handout. Number two is it's evangelism is not just simply being a billboard for Christian advertisement, just wearing a Jesus hat, wearing a Jesus shirt, and calling it good. Again, you have to preach a clear gospel message for it to be evangelism. And then, of course, point three is evangelism is not a suggestion and it's not optional. And we just went over that. Amen. So those are your three points. It's Amen. not a suggestion and it's not an option. No. It's... Listen, evangelism is priority. It is. In the beginning, in Acts, all you have to do is go and look through Acts. Come on. Acts, it was all about the church evangelizing. Oh, it was all yes, about door to door. It was all about that. And you know Look, what, Sage? The, that was the original design of the church. It was the original. because and we, still, we should still be functioning that way. Amen. That's exactly right. Because Jesus laid out the function. And what was Jesus' main mission? To come and seek and save the lost. That's right. That was his mission. That's right. Yet we find that seeking and saving the lost tends to get put on the back burner and everything yes. else gets put ahead. Jesus's main mission, if you read the word of God, was to seek and save that which was lost, to come and die for the freedom of that's people. Right. Come on. What? Come on. And that's the quickest, that's the quickest way to kill a church it, it, and to watch it die and go into religion is stop all avenues of evangelism. Correct. Don't evangelize. Yeah. And that, that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll kill it right there. It'll kill it. It'll kill it quick. That's why I said, uh, you have more? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Don't I, be quiet. Okay, this is my last piece. So I, on the header of this video. Robert, love you, the, my friend. On the header of this video, I put, I put plus, I, I added one thing. I said one key that will help you excel in your personal walk. Or, or and in ministry, or one key that'll help you excel in ministry. Okay, write this down. This is this a key. Is, this is your key that's going to help you excel that, in ministry. That is going to help you excel. One of many keys. This is just one of many. So it's evangelism. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your key is evangelism, you guys. Craig, reverse psychology. Listen, <laughs> listen. The key that's going to help you in your in your personal walk with the Lord and in ministry and help you to excel in ministry is evangelism. And, you mm. know whether you know why why wow. why is it going to help you excel? Because again, that's what keeps your heart fresh with the Lord. That's what keeps your heart soft before the Lord too. It's one of the many things that does. But it'll it'll it's a guarantee way to keep your heart connected with the father because he loves people his heart is for people and the more you evangelize i'm telling you from experience the more that you're out evangelizing the more you have a burden for lost souls the more your heart breaks for me for people the more you look at people and you can look at people and you say i love people i love people i want to see them free i Mm. love people because you start to have experiences on the street where you're seeing people delivered from Come suicide. On. And Come when on. you're out there and instead of just talking about it, when you're out there and you're actually seeing their precious faces, when you're actually seeing their beautiful faces and just seeing like how burdened down they were before you shared the good news of the gospel with them and their countenance just completely changed right before your eyes you your heart just burns and you want to do it more and you want to do it more and you want to do it more now's the time okay (laughs) so listen i I have a little bit more but i want to share this with you who if you're watching the broadcast we can't talk about evangelism right and 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 not give you the opportunity to to meet jesus christ the king of king and lord of lords hallelujah so if you're watching this broadcast and, and you say, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know this Jesus that you're talking about. Or maybe you're watching this broadcast and you're like, I, I, my first love has, has grown cold. I'm not where I should be. And I know that if you're watching this broadcast, we want to pray with you. Because see here, the Bible says in Romans, it says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Amen. We all have sinned, but Jesus came to give us the gift of eternal life. That's the gift that he's given us, and it's a free gift. Amen. So if you want to meet Jesus, if you want him to be the Lord of your life, if you want to know him and receive Mm. this gift of eternal life, then we're just going to pray right now. Amen. And this is a one-size-fits-all prayer. You know, whether it was the first love or your first time, we're going to pray this together. Amen. And and we're going to, we're going to, reconcile you back to jesus hallelujah come on through the blood amen so let's let's pray this prayer please don't jump off amen please share the broadcast let others uh partake of this as well amen please do not jump off it's important that you stay on so let's pray this together just say jesus craig craig right now listen just say this prayer with us pray with us jesus i mean uh craig craig and as you do the power of God is going to come over you and there's going to be a restoration and healing in your heart as you pray this prayer. So say this right now. Say, Jesus. Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. That you lived. That you lived. And died. And died. And rose on the third day for me. And rose on the third day for me. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. And cleansing me. And cleansing me. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For coming into my heart. For coming into my heart. And being Lord of my life. And being Lord of my life. 
Fill me now. Fill me now. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. And give me a burden for souls. And give me a burden for souls. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. From this day forward. From this day forward. My life will never be the same. My life will never be the same. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you guys, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, you are saved. Hallelujah. You are saved. So we just say to you, welcome to the family. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, we just want to tell you we love you and we want to connect with you. So on the header of this video, there's an email. It actually says on the header of this video, right after the title, if you prayed with us to receive Jesus, um, and then it has our email address, please send us an email. We want to connect with you guys. Amen. We want to get some ebooks into your hands and we want to send you some material. Um, and get you connected to a Bible-believing church that's on fire. Amen. So please, please contact us. Let us know that you prayed that prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are doing an amazing job today. <laughs> Thank you for coming on to the show. <laughs> anytime. You can have me back anytime. Okay. <laughs> so you come on so, tomorrow so, and continue uh, this teaching? Sure. So listen, you guys. You um, heard it here, guys. We're going to have our guest speaker on tomorrow. <laughs> Listen, really. You're doing an amazing really, job. Really quickly, Let me though. Give a kiss. She's <laughs> so, doing. Come on. Let me see some emojis. Isn't really, she doing amazing today? Sir, let me finish this. Okay. <laughs> so, really quickly, the last point that I had, or the the key that I gave you um, to excel in ministry, was evangelism, and, and it's this will evangelism will help you excel in your personal walk, and I told you why because you're connecting your heart with the Lord. Amen. But also, listen, when you're partnering, uh, let me finish this and we'll and we're going to pray for you guys. Amen. And pray for that here in just a second, Robert, okay? So, um so also you guys, you can you can partner with an evangelist. You can apart you can partner with an evangelistic ministry. Um you know, we partner with several evangelistic ministries. Yes. You know, you can partner by helping them with their outreaches, by sowing seed into their into their uh, ministry. Amen. So that's one thing. When you partner with an evangelist, I'm telling you, you the you start to excel. Why? There's a spiritual principle there. You're partnering, and even though you cannot be there physically, if you're sowing, if you're becoming a monthly partner, even though you're not there physically, you're still partaking of the souls that they're saving. That's Amen. Right. And that's being attributed to your heavenly account as well. That's so, what, yeah. So, you know, that helps you. That's that's going to help you to excel in your ministry. Amen. You know, what you do for others, God will do for you. What you make happen for others, God will make happen mm. for you. That's Ephesians Ooh. 6, 8. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. So if you're wanting to excel in ministry, if you're wanting to excel in these things, then partner with an evangelist. You know, uh, be a part of the outreaches. Become a monthly partner. And that's a good place for me to say, if you want to become a monthly partner with us, please let us know. We know that you can do a reoccurring gift through PayPal. You can also just, um, you know, do it uh, yourself manually by sending, a, you know, a check um, or, you know, Cash App, Pen Pal, or Pen Pal, PayPal, Venmo, all at the header of the video. You can do that with us as well. Amen. Amen. And then also you can look for ways to... Uh, to, you know, you should always be looking for ways to bless others. Amen. Always be looking for ways to bless others. Amen. Amen. So um, I'm going to stop right there. But Love you, Lisa. That is a key that's going to help you to excel 
in your personal walk and also in ministry is evangelism. Okay. Hallelujah. And that is why. So we are going to pray for you now. So I did see some prayer requests. I'm going to let Sage. So I'm going to pray for Robert really yes, quick. I'm going to start there, okay? So Robert, I hope you're still on here right now. But Father, in the name of Jesus, as they're there in the hospital, and she's having her baby right now, and he's Yay! on the video. Come on, what is this? Boy, talk about hungry for God. Jesus, I just thank you for everything going well there in the hospital in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. That Father, everything goes well. Everything processes well. I thank you for that healthy little baby coming forth. Father, in Jesus' name, healthy, whole, complete, lacking no thing, an anointed little, little uh, is it a boy? An, I'm going to say an, it's a boy. An, an, another a little, little soul winner. A little, little soul winner. <laughs> Hallelujah. <Amen>. In <laughs> Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, you guys, if you um, if you need prayer, now's the time to post your <coughs> prayer request. We'll pray for you. Um, Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Get it together, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he said it is a boy. Congratulations, hey. Robert. Woo! Woo! Come on. Congratulations, Another little Robert, brother. soul winner, evangelist, anointed you. young man of God. I'm Hallelujah. You. Amen. And that's number, what is that number six? Uh, your wife told me. I forgot. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that baby number six? You got you got the whole team of soul winners there. Come on, Robert. So, um, love you guys so much. So listen, you guys, really quickly. Um, while while I'm you. waiting, love you, NTK How. While we're waiting for prayer requests, if you guys have them, pop them on. But um, again, if you missed the beginning of number, number five. five, all right. Come on, Robert. <laughs> all right. So um, you if, got a basketball team. Uh, <laughs> If you missed the beginning of the broadcast, you guys, we are going to be doing Holy Ghost meetings here at Volcano Assembly God starting this Wednesday, 6 p.m. Please make sure that you guys get there. Um, bring bring the lost, bring the sick, and come hungry, come expecting to receive, come ready to receive from heaven. We're expecting a mighty move of God. Amen. So come ready and uh, and we're gonna do it we're gonna do it so a uh, uh, volcano assembly of god that's off of right road 6 p.m let's do it amen, amen. make sure you get there bring a friend bring your family hallelujah hallelujah so <clears throat> i don't see any other prayer requests so until next time friends that is the conclusion of this broadcast we bless you and hallelujah. we love you guys we bless you and we will see you guys tomorrow Tomorrow morning, same time. If Sage lets me on his broadcast. Yes. <laughs> okay, love you guys. Oh, I just want to say, hey, didn't she do an amazing job today? <sighs> Come on, you did incredible. Come on, let me see some emojis out there right now. That she did an incredible job today. Thanks. Thanks, friend. <laughs> love you guys. We bless you. Wait, you got to wait for the emojis. Oh. Somebody. Wait, I need something to send some emojis. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Craig. Amen. Tomorrow, 7 a.m. Hawaiian time. There's the emojis. Look All at that. Right. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Love All you right. guys. Love you guys. See you tomorrow. Hallelujah. Bless you. Mm -hmm. Bye.